Hello and welcome to Three Things, a sporadic podcast about movies in which I, Tom and my friend Julie watch a film and tell each other three things we liked or didn't about it. We don't yet know what each other thought. And this week we watched Avengers Infinity Wars. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, Infinity I'll give War. You, Infinity Wars. Infinity, War. War. Infinity Wars, part yeah. one. Yeah, okay, yep, yeah. no, not called that. <laughs> it was originally called Infinity War, part one. Now it's called Infinity War. It's never been called Infinity Wars. <laughs> well, I watched I watched Inve- Avengers Infinity Wars. I don't know what you watched. Um, okay. So I'll give you a brief synopsis. Just to let you know, we are going spoilers right away, straight away, mm-hmm. right out of the gate. So if you haven't watched this film, don't listen to this podcast unless you want it to be spoiled. So, Mm. Thanos is here, he's back, and he's got his enormous purple head, and he's really keen to get his big oven mitt on his all the Infinity Stones. Mm -hmm. He's already got two, and now all the other Avengers want to stop him getting the rest of them, because if he does, really bad stuff is going to happen. And that's about it. That's about the general gist of the whole plot. Can you name all the Infinity Stones, Tom? No. Sure you can. Time. Soul. Mm, four of the others. Yeah, you've got two. Thanks. Uh, space, mind, reality, power, sleepy, bashful, and Wee. sneezy. Okay, Tom, have you got some facts Rachel. for me? I have. Uh, so. Um, I'm going to pour whiskey as well, by the way. Because, okay. Because podcast. And I've, I've got a fizzy Robina because school night. Uh, number one. This was directed by Joe and Anthony Russo. Uh, directors Joe and Anthony Russo. Um, they made Captain America The Winter Soldier, which is the best Marvel film. Maybe. One of the best. Uh, mm, and then, No, it's not, but yeah, okay. Uh, and then Captain America Civil War, which is, in my opinion, not one of the best uh, of those films. Um, we, watched, we watched that this week as... As um, as prep. preparation, yeah. Um, and then they're making this, and then the next one, which doesn't have a title yet, uh, taking over from Joss Whedon, who made the first two Avengers films. Um, and Joss has said he's a little jealous of the two guys making uh, this. So yeah. the reason I mention that is just to just to point out early on, uh, I'm a very very big fan of the sort of smaller, uh, more self-contained. Uh, Avengers as uh, no um, Marvel Cinematic Universe films um, and I am less interested in the big team up ones because I just find them a little bit overwhelming and stuff yeah they directed um, some of the early Arrested Development uh, they did well. yeah and loads of TV some... comedy um, yeah and and a couple of films You Me and Dupree and Welcome to Collinwood uh, there's a there's an Arrested Development reference in this film yeah, I saw a fact about that, but I don't really like Arrested Development very much, so I skipped that. Fact okay. number two, uh, staying up to the minute, biggest uh, box office opening of all time. So Is it's it? beaten, yeah, beaten The Force Awakens in the US uh, by getting to 250 million um, in the US, which is a little bit more than The Force Awakens did, and it's beaten The Fate of the Furious globally. Um, <laughs> no way. By, <laughs> yes, um, showing weirdly that America has better taste than the world, um, that would seem. Um, yeah, with 650 million uh, taken over the um, over the past sort of week or so, uh, and that means it has almost beaten Justice League's entire uh, theatrical run uh, globally um, Blimey. in just, in just so one weekend. Didn't Black Panther break all these records shortly? Uh, short yeah, they get, they get a bit convoluted because they're all split between is it um, 
American box office, so domestic, is it international, which is everything apart from America, or is it global? Uh, and then is it open week weekend, or is it full run? But I think up until now, um, Black Panther had the biggest opening weekend, I think. Uh, but Avengers, the original Avengers, had the biggest box office tally uh, mm. overall. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure that record will fall as well with this. Mm. Uh, fact number three... Um, Tom Holland destroyed his script on Instagram um, to prove that it was gone. He set fire to it um, and that he wouldn't be the source of spoilers because he's leaked some stuff about um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, But we will, as you have said, be leaking spoilers (laughs) from every pore. So him him burning his his script was, was just symbolic because... Yes, I think think he was meant to have handed it in and he was like, here you go Marvel, I've destroyed it don't worry but anyway um, mm. that wasn't too long ago it was after the film had finished shooting um, although I believe they shot the next one back to back with this which makes sense given how many people you got to get together but anyway let's not talk about that because I don't actually know whether that's true or not no. <clears throat> who's going to talk next well I guess I am and okay. I'll tell you my first thing shall I yeah why not let's get into it um, there's a lot to get through this film is long as shit mm-hmm. it's two, two hours forty Mm, yes, um, you must have been grumpy when you found that out. No, well, I mean, it was okay. That's it's fine. It didn't. It wasn't too long. The length was okay. Okay, um, good. I'm not going to mention it anyway. Number one no, um, is a like, and <laughs> yeah. it's it's Thanos. Oh, cool. Josh, Josh Brolin. He is really good in this in this he film. He is. Um, I agree. And this is how you do a bad guy. Mm. Um, DC, take note. He's the antithesis of Steppenwolf from mm. Justice League. Um, just he has pathos. He 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 lo- actually loves someone in this film, yeah. um, and just not what you'd expect at all from no. um, a huge <clears throat> bad guy like this. And the special effects on his on his fizzog were incredible, astonishing, and, right? And like really close up special effects, and you can see pores in his skin and wrinkles and shit, and oh, just you kind really of you kind of forget he's CGI, right? Yeah, which isn't exactly. true of his goons, but of, of him, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see why you've not cast this guy as a yeah. Um, they, a they, CGI. Uh, they've obviously oh, mocapped Josh, yes. Josh Brolin, and you can tell it's him. Um, there's lots of little mannerisms in his movements and his face and stuff that mm-hmm. that, that uh, lets you know it's him. <clears throat> and well, it's he looks r- a bit more like Bruce Willis than Joss. <laughs> yeah, I guess he does. Yeah, um, but just yeah, I thought as bad guys go, this is about as good as it gets. Yes. Um, you know, they make you feel s- almost sorry for him at some points. Um, mm-hmm. Although his behaviour is not very uh, not very good, but um, yeah, I thought yeah. Good, good bad guy. Good bad. Yes, I agree. Uh, I'll go with my first thing, which is the most similar. It wasn't going to be my first thing, but um, I like this film's emotional beats. I like that it manages to hit emotional beats. Uh, the main, the main one um, being uh, the bit between, as you've mentioned, he loves someone. Um, and his way of showing that he loves someone is to chuck him off a cliff while crying. <laughs> um, but the, um, although it took her a little uh, a little longer than I think everyone else in the audience to work out what was going on in that scene, it yeah, was, she was um, monologuing quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was. So we're like, talking um, about uh, Gamora. If yes. you haven't yeah, seen yeah, the film, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, 
yeah, that was almost a, a bit tough to watch actually, because you realise that you've become really fond of all these characters over the over the courses of the film. Even if I can't remember all the um, ins and outs of their stories necessarily, which I'll come to in a bit, but um, you've become very fond of and quite attached to some of these. Um, yeah, and so the fact that at a moment like that, it manages to be actually quite oh Jesus Christ, that's quite sad, um, yeah. is really really good, and it gives the film a, like a proper core. Uh, that could it could have easily not had it could have just been fights, um, but you know she definitively dies. Other characters seem to definitively die. Yeah, that's uh, the thing, isn't it? Like in previous films, death has never felt final, is it? Because yeah. there's there's a lot of resurrection, and, and even early on when um, Thanos kills Loki, Loki, yeah, um, he I think he says no resurrections this time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And the, the deaths in this film, I think those are the two deaths, aren't they? Gamora and Loki. Uh, there, well, there's a couple. There's well, at least well, apart one from more. the end. We can't no, no, death, but before but. that. Uh, so I think the, thankfully, the death of um, Vision, played by the um, uh, conti- right. continuously awful uh, Paul Bettany, um, <laughs> that <laughs> seems final. He's. I've been waiting to, for them to get rid of him for so long, and he dies twice, which is amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they seem to be to be all all final and proper. I think. Um, yeah. Although I guess Vision is such a kind of conceptual or ethereal character, you could kind of um, bring him back however you wanted to. But anyway, um, yeah. So it does all that. Um, it ends on a major bombing, which I'm sure we'll discuss in a bit more detail later. Mm-hmm. But also because uh, my like was kind of emotional moments. It's not just sad ones there are air punch moments in this um including the uh the moment when Groot um finally does something and realizes that he can put Thor's new hammer together uh, mm-hmm. and then and then Thor arrives and i just thought that as a as a whole sequence of of Groot having been hanging around doing nothing for ages suddenly mm-hmm. having purpose um uh, building up to that amazing um big hero moment for for Thor arriving was was uh, was awesome and actually I got a little bit teary-eyed at that. I don't know why, but I was just <laughs> I was overwhelmed by the awesomeness. So yeah. it's an emotional ride. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree. <clears throat> Thanks. Um, I'll go with my second, which is another like, and oh. I liked that it it held together the scope and the enormity of mm-hmm. of this film very well. Uh, my, my expectations coming to this were low as f. Yeah. Um, because there's loads of superheroes. God knows how many there are. Mm-hmm. At least at least a dozen, probably more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it it does tie them all together really really well. And there's sort of a there's been a build up to this film, really, hasn't it? All the other films really are building up to this film. Yeah. It feels like um, Iron Man was what ten years ago. It almost the date <clears throat> of this being mm. released. Yeah. So yeah, just just how well it, it dealt with all the different storylines. People are here, people are there, and yeah, um, and how well it the, all the, the the new pairings that are, that came yeah. <laughs> together were really good. Thor, Thor, and um, Pete, is it Peter Quill, Star Lord? Yeah, Star Lord. Those yeah. two in the same scene was excellent. <laughs> so I yeah. thought Thor wiped the floor with Star Lord in that scene. By the way, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because if you go back to it, like each of their first films, um, Star Lord has always been funny, and I think Thor only got well. There's always been a funny element to it. Like his his was kind of like fish out of water comedy in the first two films, and it was only in Ragnarok that they realised 
oh my god yeah. we can just yeah. make him hilarious but yes he was <laughs> the funnier of Chris, the two Chris, Chris Pratt is a good looking bloke isn't he and and very yep. good as a standalone yep. actor but stood beside Chris Hemsworth he just looked a bit fat and ugly I <laughs> and I love that they went for that I mean he also like they they they, they had jokes about the fact, the fact that he yeah. got a bit fat Put a bit and he hadn't on. got fat but just a little bit yeah. fatter than he'd been in previous ones he said and um, I liked the, the line oh I'm going to get some dumbbells and then um, <laughs> he says you know you, you know you can't eat the dumbbells right <laughs> yeah that's a great line <laughs> that was Rocket uh, uh, Rocket, yes. Rocket Rat what's his name who was um, I don't know <laughs> I was going to Rocket. say before we started this, we should apologise up front for our complete mm-hmm. Marvel yeah. ignorance. We need we need a Marvel expert we do. to come in and help us with these things because we don't know our shit. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so good pairings. Iron Man and Spider-Man again from the Spider-Man yeah. um, Homecoming film. They're back together and they are a very good pairing. And uh, yeah, just, yeah, I, I honestly... I hadn't watched a trailer and I avoided as much as I could about this film before I went in and my expectations were very low. Yeah. And um, I was pleased to be... Dis- uh, pleased to be... Um, yeah. To have enjoyed the film in- so much. So I'm going to go for my next two things in a row because they both okay. overlap with what you've mm-hmm. just said. Uh, so one of them... Uh, my second thing is a like, uh, which is just, God damn, it's funny. Um, and that was mainly around Thor and Star Lord uh, as a pairing, but there are there are so many very 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 funny moments in this, uh-huh. um, and they're all kind of integral Name to it a and few. Or, or organic to it. Well, I think I think my, <laughs> I think my favorite line in it <laughs> <laughs> uh, was the um, was the, the uh, Drax's suggestion that um, that Thor with his eye patch was like a pirate and an angel and a baby. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, that whole sequence that, that that whole sequence was fantastic. The um uh-huh. the the jokes about uh, him lowering his voice and whether they were copying each other. That was all written by um is it James Gunn? The guy Oh was it? Was it Guardians? Guardians. Ah right, I okay. I think so yeah, he wrote um, that section so you can tell them, them flying off uh, with Thor calling them morons. Um yeah, I just <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought I thought that whole thing was very very funny. But he uh-huh. knew how to drop humor into it uh, all the way through um without yeah. um destroying the the drama or the tension and in the same way as you've just said it was the opposite of uh, Steppenwolf in Justice League in that way it was the anti-Justice League in that regard Mm. Um, the humour is like completely organic to the whole thing um, and essential to it rather than just grafted on at the end so that was my second Uh, my third you've basically already said though my third's another like um, which was the you said that you liked how it kind of brought everything together and I agree but for me, the most important thing was that self-contained, it works. So I don't remember. I was wondering new... that if it would work though, if you so hadn't I'd... seen the previous films. So and and I guess I'm I'm halfway between what you're saying there and what. Um, uh, let me explain. I don't remember all of the nuance of all the stories. I can't remember why Captain America and Iron Man fell out in Civil War. I can't remember, unless I got a little pep talk on the way to the cinema, as I did, um, the backstory between Captain America and Bucky, despite me loving Captain America the Winter Soldier. I just, I watch these films, I enjoy them, and then the detail of the story just sort of falls out of my head. Mm. But what I do remember is the characters. Um, 
and what this does really well is it brings together the characters and it plays them off each other based on you know the stuff that everyone can remember about them the i guess their arch- archetypes or, or what have you all their humor comes from their from their their characters but then within the film it establishes its own stakes so it doesn't matter if you uh, have not been remembering or following the infinity stones all the way um or if you can't remember who Thanos was or which end credit scene he was introduced in or any of those kinds of things. I think the more you bring to the film, the more you'll get out of it, but you don't actually need to bring much and you certainly don't need to read up on or make sure you've seen every single one of the films. Um, so I like that and I like it mainly because it means that as a as a one-off watch, it can just be a film that that, that works on its own. Mm. I don't know if I've explained that well, but that was really important to me going into it. Um, and it just, you know, it knows how to use the characters really well. Everyone gets a moment, but it doesn't feel kind of tick boxy. To me, also, because I think it was the thing that I didn't really like about Civil War, um, none of the conflict seems artificial or contrived. Um, like everyone has proper motivations that make sense and everything they do makes sense and all of that kind of stuff mm. um, so it's kind of silly to say it but in a film this big and expensive one of the best things about it is that they just they just managed to make it work yeah <laughs> I, I, I think a lot of the reason that it works is that they, they rely on they, they, they have the confidence to know that the audience are going to know about these characters already so they don't really bother explaining who they are where they are where they've come from they just appear and they're just relying on the audience's knowledge that oh yeah that's <clears throat> that's Black Panther, you know we know all about him, and stuff like that. And um, it, it, I think they they can they can do that because they just know everyone's already watched the films. Well, they they well kinda, but I think for me that's sort of what I was saying is that it was more about the like the types of people they are rather than yeah. every little yeah, nuance yeah. about their backstory mm-hmm. that you need to know. Uh, but yes, so that's three likes from me. Okay, my third could be a like, could be a dislike. <laughs> okay, but it's the same sort of point. So I'll I'll go through it and then we'll decide whether it's a like or a dislike. Okay. So I I liked that the the film had the balls to end on the bad guy mm-hmm. winning. Um, yeah. The Empire Strikes Back. Yep. Type of film. Um, I imagine there's quite a lot of crying nine-year-olds coming out of this. Yeah, film. good lord! Because I, I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet of somebody saying, uh, "I've just seen a kid going." Uh, no, it was before the film was out, and like, I uh, just walked past the kid in the street, and he was dressed as and listed off a load of different superheroes, all of whom end up dying in the <laughs> film. And I was like, "Oh my god, that's going to be so traumatic." But anyway, yes, I think I know where you're going with this. Um, so. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them disappear. They turn into dust, and most of them just, just sort of fade away. The, the, the bit where Spider Man goes is genuinely quite haunting yeah. and quite upsetting because he doesn't yeah. want to go, and you know yeah. his father figure is yeah. there with him in that. Really moment. well done, that. Yeah, I yeah, thought that was great. It's, it's quite sad, but we know none of these people are dead. Yeah, everyone knows they're not dead. There's a Spider-Man sequel already in the works, and there's no way there's not going to be a Black Panther two. Yeah, so you could, you could argue that, um, and I had this down as a thing to talk about. You could argue that the Spider-Man sequel could be a um, uh, a prequel to this, although that would be a bit a bit weird. Mm. Um, but and you could also film... argue that people coming back and disappearing is part and parcel of all of this kind of yes. thing in, in comic but, history. Uh, 
even as they're fading away in the film, I'm thinking, well, okay, but we'll see you again, I'm sure. Yeah, um, it, it, it's getting rid of Black, Black Panther was the ceiling. It was the nail in the coffin for me on this because, yeah. or not, or not. In fact, exactly the opposite of that because every single one of those pieces of ash is like a million dollar bill floating away if they <laughs> if they've got rid of it. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, because so, uh, there, there was a lot of rumours about who was going to die in this film mm-hmm. before it came out, and then Iron Man took a significant wound and I think everyone in the audience was thinking right well well he's off yeah he's, he's going now but no he he still hung around so I'll go I, I'll go with a like to be positive and say okay. that I did like the ending I liked how it ended okay um, and the the shot of of Thanos um watching yeah. the sunrise whatever it was he was said he was going to do he mentioned yeah. snapping his fingers way too many times during this film for it for it not to be to going happen. to happen yeah. <laughs> that's true um, um yeah and um it made me think what's what is going to happen in infinity war part two and i've got a, i've got a theory do you want me to tell you uh, i do in a minute i'm just going to chime in on your comment then Go i on. was assuming that you would have you would have gone with one dislike, and I think I would have backed you had you called that as a dislike because I think mm. it was a it was a really cool thing for them to do. Uh, yeah, but th- but they did it with too many of them, and it rendered it kind of powerless. Other than the so once the initial shocks were had worn off, and also the Spider Man one just works anyway because of the the drama in the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, you know that they're going to have to bring some of them. Back and I was actually kind of I was sat there during the credits, kind of thinking, just crossing my fingers, thinking, have the balls to not have an end, um, an end credit scene, mm. just like subvert that expectation and just have it bleak as fuck, <laughs> like no sign of <laughs> no sign of anything positive. Yeah. I actually did quite I quite liked the end credit scene. I think it was it was as good as it could have been. But anyway, um, yeah, I think they, did you, you they... stayed for the end credit yeah. scene? Did you? Yeah, well, there were the, the, the people in my cinema. They weren't. I watched it on a. Uh, Thursday afternoon, and there were about fifteen people in the cinema, and we were just sat around chatting, and we were we started googling it because it was going on so <laughs> to long. see if there, there was one. Yeah. yeah, and there was one. Um, um, but it's so, um, yeah, I thought I thought they took the air out of what could have been a genuinely amazing moment by having so many go. But then at the same time, it would have been weird if he got rid of fifty percent of the world and um, uh, and only two of the Avengers went. So um, I get it, but it's it's an imperfection in the film. Yeah, yeah. So in between this and part two, we've got Captain Marvel, which is yep. going to be a prequel. Um, yeah. That's who they paged, isn't it? On yes, it is. At the end? I had to look that up. I didn't know that. Yeah. And we've got an Ant-Man 2, and he was noticeably absent from this film. Yeah, as was Hawkeye. So- yeah, he was under house arrest or something, so they said. Yeah. Um, so I assume Ant-Man will run concurrent with this and it will be a separate story and whatever. Okay. So, Infinity War Part 2 theories. Which is not called, but okay, yeah. Well, not yet, yeah. It's a, it's a year away, isn't it? Yeah, but it, yeah, they've, they've just not named it, is all. Well, what are they going to call it? Well, they didn't call this Infinity War Part 1, so they might Infinity, call it... Infinity Glove. Yep. Yeah. So this is my theory. Right. At some point, I, it feels to me like Thanos's arc is now done. I don't mm-hmm. mean not much, much more is going to happen. You, you did see Thanos will return in the end credits, right? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. It's a good point. Um, but um, at some point, they're obviously they're going to get the glove back off him 
to, yeah. and then someone's going to have to turn back time. And do you remember the bit where is it the soul stone you can't you can't wield until you've killed someone you love or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he huzzies Gamora off the cliff. So I think Iron Man would have to kill Captain America in part two. Oh, blimey. That would be exciting, that's, wouldn't it? That's where I'm going with that. Okay. I've no idea if any of that is realistic at all, but that's a good read of that. I think I, Iron Man will have to wield the glove, and I think he'll have to kill someone he loves, and it will and he'll take about 45 minutes to kill Captain America. <laughs> or Pepper Potts. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Right, I, um, I did like the suggestion that what ended up happening was... Um, Doctor Strange's one vision of the future where they end up with Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he so, he, he obviously saw in the future that in the one case yeah. where um they did win, Iron Man was still around, so yes. he had to give up the state. So I, I would really hope though it's not just a turn back time to undo the ending and actually I I like what you're talking about, but I think that other superheroes will just kind of come back in drip fed through a few films personally. It'll keep their wage wage bill down for a while so you don't well. think they'll come back in in the second part then uh i don't i, I hope not but we'll we shall see mm. um i also actually thought one so one of the just quick things to say that i really liked about this um and it's totally intangible but i thought that the like i thought that the teamwork in it felt sort of necessary so it wasn't mm. just like you use your power now you use your power no you use your power especially the bit where they try and get the glove off Thanos where they're yeah, all they had, they had it doing... off it was off yeah I know that was a great scene a really really Star- good scene old Star-Lord ruined it for everyone because it was a great mix of everyone's powers and it also was, while, it was consequential while... fights which is what you love yes um, and then a really good emotional moment for why it fucked up so I, I love that but they, that. they had scene. Thanos paralysed and under yeah. their control why don't they yeah. just slit his throat cut his head because... off Game over. Game over. Star Lord. That was the chance. Effort in the A, didn't he? Yeah, did. Anyway, okay. I think we've. Um, I'm surprised we've given this six likes. I thought we were going to end up at five, which I'd have been happy with. But I'm also happy with six. So. Um, ding 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 ding. Now we've yeah. ruined it. Um, have we got anything else to say other than what we are going to see next? Um, I've got a few things we can mention about okay. the film we haven't mentioned. Um, I'd like to mention Peter Dinklage being a giant. Yep. doing Tyrion for some reason yep yep why, is he, why is he doing that <laughs> I don't know and was the joke that he's a giant but he's also a little person in real yeah. life because people seem to be laughing about that so cool yeah, yeah okay. it was weird I, why was he doing Tyrion's voice oh I it don't was, know it's just I mean that's the worst thing about his performance in Game of Thrones but uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah fine I'll give you that and yeah. also there was a woman hench person wasn't there she's probably got a name are they called the Black Order or something like that? I don't, I don't um, know. I'm afraid. So Thanos's but, hench people. Yeah. She was a special effect for no reason whatsoever. She was a woman. They just made um, her a special effect. We. What you mean as in completely CGI and not? Um, yeah. I can't not a person. Who, who you're talking about actually? But uh, so yeah, Thanos th- has got three people, yes. hasn't he? And I thought yeah. I thought they all look comparatively quite ropey CGI wise. Um, which, yeah, to, but why? Why did they do that with her? She was voiced by Carrie Coon. I found out, which is quite yes, interesting. She was. Hmm. Why did you stick Carrie Coon in the role? Yeah, why not? Um, mm. uh, I thought this is a slightly negative thing. I thought it wasn't a particularly amazing looking film, as in it didn't have much of a style. I didn't think. 
um, like I really like the way that Ragnarok looked, um, and mm. this just kind of looked. I don't know. It didn't look bad. Certainly, like Justice League, but I, there there were no moments in it where, and it wasn't just the art style. I mean, of this, there, there weren't moments in it where I looked at it and went, "Wow, that looks amazing." I was thinking, "Wow, something cool is happening," but I, I never thought, "Wow, that that's that's amazingly well shot or mm. staged or or what have you." Yeah, it, does, it yeah, I'd agree with that. It, I mean, there are some amazing bits, but yeah, <clears throat> generally, I'd agree. Um, I like the aliens reference from Spider Man. That was good. Uh, Have you seen I like that? that, but more than that, I like the no more pop culture references from now on. That was great. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that. And the credits. I was watching the credits. There's a lot of people on them credits, aren't there? And yeah, all, there are. All those people got to get paid. Yeah. That's a lot of money. I, it yeah. makes me think that maybe a lot of them aren't getting paid enough money. Well, because... some of them wouldn't even have done specific work on the film. I was looking at that, and sometimes, like the individual companies, like their their receptionist, who would have definitely done some work, but um, or their marketing team, who definitely wouldn't have done anything, um, <laughs> <laughs> get get a credit. You just get to be um, on the list because you're part of the company mm. that worked on it. But yes, a lot of people did a lot of work. It's insane. the The logistics of pulling together something like this are. Unbelievable. It's a big, big uh, Gantt chart, isn't it, that thing? Yeah, it really is. It really <clears> is. <throat> um, right. What Let's are we going to watch up. next? We are going to watch what we promised we were going to watch last time. Mm-hmm. And we are going to watch Jigsaw. Yes. Okay, bad uh, films which, done quick, number two. Which is a bad film, yeah. <laughs> um, seems like it's on the cards. Okay. Uh, I'm excited to watch that Um Let's hope it's good. Yeah, so thanks everyone for listening. Um, let us know what you thought about Avengers Infinity Wars Part 1. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. This isn't flying, this is falling with style. To infinity and beyond. Ha <laughs> ha!